headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods at Moving and Storage Studios. This is The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I am Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz, co-hosting this hour with Ramsey personality and best-selling author, Ken Coleman. We're going to have some fun. All right, we're taking the money questions. We're going to take the general life questions. We're going to talk about your work, potentially. Some of you are struggling in your work. Uh, maybe you're feeling like, hey, I, this inflation's got me down. I need to make some more money. Well, we want to help you make more money. And many times that's getting promoted, maybe getting a better job. So I'm here to weigh in on maybe on some of those questions. And uh, we're just going to help you out. We're going to have a blast with you. So give us a shout. Yes, at 888-825-5225. It's a free call. Anywhere in the country. So first up, we have Neil in St. Louis. Hey, Neil, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? We're doing um, well. Thanks. Thanks for calling. That's good. Um, well, my question is mainly about like focus and what I should be putting all my energy into with my life because a lot has changed in the last three years. Uh, first, uh, well, five years ago, I got married, and then. Um, uh, my business has been growing year over year like crazy, and uh, this year, like, we're just killing it. And uh, Nice. Congratulations. Do you mind telling us about your business? What kind of business is it? I'm a brick and stone mason. No kidding. So, that was my yep. second job ever during a uh, summer between my freshman and sophomore year working for a brick mason. So I, I have a special affinity for that. I'm glad business is booming. Well, yeah, it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I'm about to hire my six, fifth and sixth guy next week. Wow. And, uh and so during that time also, well, while the business is growing, I've had uh, five kids in three years. Whoa. Whoa. And, uh, Twins? <laughs> adoption? What happened? Well, yeah, I had uh, I had number one, number two, and then three and four came in the first two years. And then uh, number five just came three months ago. Oh. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Neil, well, how, you, how you doing, Neil? Neil, have you slept in the last five years? Well, my wife hasn't. Well, I'm just kidding. No, she, uh, <laughs> oh, easy. Uh, we, we're, we're a good team, uh, and we love kids, and uh, we have a really good system down for that, and our kids are great. Yeah. And Congratulations. That, that's a blessing. That your is wife, awesome. Your wife is fantastic. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. So, so what's yeah. up? And um, What's the question? So my, my question is, so when I knew this, baby number five was coming, we've been blessed, like, our whole life with whatever's coming at us, you know, and uh, we had a van, and... Um, uh, I wanted to donate my van to somebody else because there was someone in need. And, uh, and I was praying about this and, uh, but I needed a van to come my way and also a big job to come and cover that van, you know? So baby number five comes, the paycheck didn't come in right away. Uh, so I donated the van. I bought a van with a loan for, uh, cause I needed a bigger van than just a four that can hold four. I needed to hold five. And, uh, so I have like 29,000 in debt now and we don't really do debt. And, uh, and I have the money to cover it. I just want to know, like, but I also would like to use that money for growing the business and focusing on paying people because I have a lot of money set aside for always having payroll going, you know? And, um, well, is the so van, got, is the van in your name? It's not a company van, correct? Or is it in your name? What was yeah, it's it's my name? Yeah. Okay. So what's the question? You don't do debt, but you went out and did it. So what, 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 <laughs> what do you want us to tell you? Should I pay the van off? Yes. Or? Uh, pay yes. it off right away. Yes, if you have the money. But yeah, but, but it also but sounds Neil like you're you're mixing your business finances and your personal finances because you said I have the money, but I could use that for payroll and the right. business, that's, all that. That's so why that, I that's that. where things. Do what? 
that's part of the that's part of the growth. Like I, I've hired the six people in the last year and a half, and uh, and I my business wasn't like set up officially, and I've been doing all that, like getting all like the like turning it into an like a corporation. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Other, okay. Uh, so it's all that's all part of the transition. I've been going to different meetings with people and like okay. So let me let me up officially. All right. So let me just ask you very quickly. Do you have the twenty nine thousand dollars in the bank right now, or in your personal yeah. account, or is in the in the company account? You'd have to do some moving around. Yeah, personal and company account is the same thing right now. You know. So yeah, okay, but, have like, but okay, but okay. Let me ask a better question. The twenty nine thousand you've got that set aside for what specifically for the business. Nothing specific, just as a, so I don't. Okay, well, you don't have to pay it all off at once, although I would if you could, but I also want you to be responsible because of the fact that that is your retained earnings for your business. So uh, I guess the official question, the answer is we want you to pay it off as quickly as possible. Do you have to pay it off today with $29,000 payment? Uh, If you can, and it doesn't hurt you or put your company at risk, but, yeah, and that's when, Neil, you really do, I mean, and I know you know this because you said you were doing it, but that's where separating personal and yeah. business is so important, and you pay yourself out of the business, and yeah. then out of that that earnings, yeah. right, is where you go and say, okay, here as our family, we have this amount, but man, I, yeah, if it doesn't, I don't want to put your work in jeopardy, I don't want you to like do something, and now you got you can't pay someone or something like that, I want you to have your bases covered and your business, but I would get those separated as soon as possible, uh, so that it's a clear answer for you to be able to say with your wife, we have this amount in the bank as a family. Do you guys have an emergency fund with your family? We're not including the business. Uh, yeah, we got all that. So, I mean, okay. we have probably like 30, 40,000. How much more do you have in the, what other retained earnings do you have in the business that's going to help it stay afloat? If you, if you paid off the van today, let's just pretend and that 29,000 was gone. Where does that put you in your business? Um, I'll probably have about 10,000 left in the bank. And then, um, but I have these big jobs that I've been working on. I have it set up where I'm getting paid. Like I'm probably getting 10,000 a week from jobs coming in consistently for the next six months, you know, like at least. And then, yeah. And I got a lot of jobs coming in. So I have consistent money coming in all the time. And I guess I'm nervous that, uh, what if they stop paying me or something goes wrong or weird, you know, because it just all this growth happening at once is great. But yeah. I'm just, I'm all right, then so be ma- so be like- so be methodical, and I want to follow up on Rachel. What Rachel asked, you do your your emergency fund is separate from the twenty nine thousand that we've been talking about, correct? Everything's kind of lumped together, mixed together. So I know I'm trying to, I'm I, I, up- I know it's mixed together. What I'm saying is, when when she asked you, do you have an emergency fund, and you said thirty or forty thousand, that does not include the twenty nine that you would use yeah, to pay. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay. What I would do is, in this situation, I would put ten on the van today. Let's 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 juice this and get the 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 loan down to nineteen. Okay, and then let's commit to maybe another 10 each month and let's see if we can put 10 each month. So within less than 90 days, you've paid paid off off. the van, but we still hold some money back. I feel like that that's what I do in this situation because you're right. You're in a construction world and they can change things on you and money can be late. So I don't want you to use it all, but I would commit to 90 days or less. We pay that van off. Yes. And having that plan. And I think getting you going on it is going to also force you to say, okay, I got to separate that personal and business. And I know Neil, it's been crazy growth. So congratulations. You've had a lot of life change. Like you said, Super marriage, five kids, growing business that's awesome so thanks neil for calling make that payment today though let's get that momentum going pay it today
This is The Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone, and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. The Ramsey Show. I'm Rachel Cruz hosting this hour with bestselling author and Ramsey personality Ken Coleman. And it's a free call anywhere in the country at 888 825 All right. Up next, we have Francis in Cincinnati. Hey, Francis. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. How can we help? Okay. Um, I'll just give the basics so I can work out the question. Um, my husband and I make 58000 annually. We have 25000 left in debt, um, mostly student loans. And, well, actually, all student loans. Um, we're on baby step two. We have roughly $15,000 kind of in savings. And um, so it's a two-part question. Um, I want to take all of the money that we have right now that was about nine grand was gifted to us. And six is from income tax that came in late. I want to take that all right now and put it all to our uh, student loans. But my husband wants to wait till to see if the Biden stuff is going to be like the student loan forgiveness is going to go through, which I'm not thinking it will, but he just wants to see. Um, so in that way, it's kind of burning a hole in my pocket where there's the second part of the question, uh, sort of, um, We've been through a lot of emotional things going on. We just had a miscarriage. We're finding a new church. And we're also trying to go minimalism in the home. And we have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. And it's lots of upheaval in the home. Mm. So I want to go on a vacation. I want to get a different car because we're at um, the car I drive right now is at 290,000 miles. And it's great. But we also might need to get a new vehicle. So... I need some direction because <laughs> I'm kind of yeah emotionally all over the place right now. Yes. And you're tired. Yes. <laughs> you're tired. Yep. Yeah. You're exhausted, yeah. um, which yeah. is fair, which is yeah. 
very so fair. sorry. We're hurting for you. Um, yeah. So sorry that you guys are going through this period. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> so, Francis, I always answer this question if I were to wake up in your shoes. Um, I would pay off this debt. You guys have close to half your annual income still in debt at that $25,000. So I would throw 14000 at it and I would really, really focus the budget, even though you're exhausted and even though you know, gosh, I feel like we're going to have to need, need a new car soon. I'm, I want to go on a vacation. All of that is so real. But I want you guys to really, really tighten up your budget and pay off this debt because what's going to happen, Francis, when this debt is paid off, suddenly your income's going to go up because you're going to not be, it's not going to be going out to payments. You're going to yeah. have margin again. You're going to be able to breathe. You're going to be able to save up more for a fully funded emergency fund. And there's just going to be peace. And when it comes to the whole, you know, the Biden forgiveness stuff, like we've told people, it's not a, it's not a moral, it's not a right or wrong thing. Um, but I wouldn't wait on it. And there's claiming that you can do a refund if you yeah. pay it off, that you right. can go back so if excuse me if it goes through you can always go and do the refund if that's what you guys want uh but i would not sit and wait on this to go through because there's a lot of opinions right and well time will tell time will tell what happens um but i would not sit and wait on them on what they're going to do i would be proactive in your own life and you guys pay this off and you guys need some momentum and you need some quick wins and some rest right like and yeah. I know with when we're paying off debt, we talk about being very intense, uh, mm-hmm. that you're not going out to eat, you're not doing anything, but find some time, Francis, because you have a one or three year old, so you're exhausted. <laughs> so find something for you and your husband to go at yeah. night. It's like, yeah. even if you get a sitter for an hour and you guys just drive yeah. and mm-hmm. just do nothing, but just have a break. So make sure that you guys can sustain mm-hmm. um, yourselves during this, but this is possible. You, it, I don't yeah. know if he can even work a side hustle or you could pick something up because, but I want this debt gone as soon as possible, yeah. regardless of what Biden does. Well, okay. So I guess another, I guess a follow up question is: so we have, um, we have a car. Like I said, we have a Toyota Highlander that's at two hundred ninety thousand, and you know these things do awesome. We probably run to three hundred. And my husband was just, just for looking, looking at different vehicles, you know, just to try to repair, not repair, but replace this one. And part of me wants to run it into the ground. Part of me wants to get, you know, either a Camry or a Corolla or something smaller. But then the other part of me is just like, we still have that money. And I would rather go to debt. I'd rather not have any of the other things that uh, it could be necessary. And and then also, I how do I get back on the budget? We both have been emotionally drawn. And I'm, it's hard for me to even, like, think to function, to have, like, dinner on the table at night so yeah we've been going out to eat like for dinner you know and that's emotionally where i am so it's yeah are you guys on the same page francis because it's sounding like you know he doesn't want to do this you want to do that he's looking up cars you want to run it into the grounds like well we both have it's kind of like we've both just been trying to figure this out trying to figure out whether we should ride the car out we both have agreed on it and then we'll come back to this point. It, it's something that we keep like running into. Yeah, yeah. It's the same point that we both like. Yeah, can he's I? He's not looking like actively. It's just. Sure. Happening. Okay. Okay. That's great. That's great. I just wanted to ask because I, I think p- part of this too is you guys as a couple being on the same yeah. page and plowing through it because it is going to be exhausting, Francis. But here's the deal too. And then can you jump in? 
But we hear these stories all the time. And we have people stand on that debt-free stage. And it's not easy, right? If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And so the exhaustion that you feel is justified because you feel that. Um, But also it's expected in this because to pay off debt, there's a level of sacrifice. And I don't know if you get the crock pot out and you look on Sunday nights and say, we're having chicken, we're having rice and beans on Tuesday, we're having Mexican (laughs) on Wednesday, and we're going back to chicken in the crock pot Thursday. Like, Like just planning out and having not letting your emotions take over every decision and really yeah. being intentional about stuff is going to help. But go ahead, Ken. Yeah, I, I just, if I could be an older brother for a second, I want to encourage you. I don't want you to feel in any way that I'm that I'm getting on you, but I'm going to tell you that I think it's totally understandable that you feel so exhausted that cooking is the last thing on your mind. I get it, and I get why you went yeah. out to eat. But I think today that has to stop because here's what yeah. I know. Your heart is hurting. And stress isn't going to help it heal faster. But I'll tell you that peace will. Financial peace and the emotional and the mental peace that comes with that will allow you to heal faster. But financial stress will hamper the healing. I know that. I know that. And so what I'm asking you to do is for you two to, to draw strength from each other, to draw strength from the peace that comes with the plan that we teach and decide today, decide today. All right, we're going to actually change the way we live. Yes, I'm exhausted, but I'm going to press through this because going out to eat isn't going to heal the exhaustion. Do you understand what I'm saying? So now you got to choose. We've already made the decision. You know what we didn't do? We didn't actually do it. We decided, but we didn't do it. And I think Rachel's right. I think making these moves are, is going to give you some momentum behind the decisions that you guys desperately want to yeah. make. But now you got to actually do it. I hope that encourages you because on the other side of this, it's tremendous peace. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's going to get Fran- better. It is. It is. And Francis, like this isn't, um, this isn't forever, no. right? A lot of this, and you look and you guys can crunch these numbers, but it, you have a great savings. And again, if you throw it at the debt, all of this, you guys could have this paid off in less than 12 months like if you guys really really focus and again maybe picked up some income do what you have to do and what your life could look like in three years oh you would have an emergency fund a new car you get to go out to eat again like i mean what it's not going to take that long to build up to be out of debt build up an emergency fund all of it but hang on the line francis austin's going to pick up and i want to give you guys uh, a year subscription to financial peace university which has every dollar plus with it Um, I want you and your husband to sit down and do this together. And the budget is frustrating, but give yourself three months, okay? It's not going to be great next month, not the next month. By December, January, you're going to get the budget going, and you guys are going to have this debt paid off in less than a year. Thanks for calling. Welcome back to 
The Ramsey Show. Going to the phones, we have Thomas in Fort Smith. Hey, Thomas, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? We're doing well, thanks. How can we help? All right, so I was trying to find out how I could, uh, I guess, get a bigger shovel to get out of the situation I'm in. I'm 28 and I have $23,000 in debt. Um, 10000 of it is student loans. Five of it is a car loan. And I've got about five in collections. And then about, uh, I'd say, 1000 in a personal loan. And then uh, I guess miscellaneous, the other stuff, I, I don't know off the top of my head. What do you do for a living now? Uh, so I work at a wholesale distribution center. Uh, we sell electrical parts for electricians. Okay. So are you in sales, customer service? Uh, so I'm a driver, so what they do is they key in the orders, they, and then I load the material up and take it to the job sites and stuff like that. Okay, so you so you deliver parts and things of that nature. And how do much you, do you make, Thomas? Uh, Sixteen fifty an hour. Okay. Are you full-time, like 40 hours yes. a week? Yes. Okay, so the answer to this is is either a part-time job or a better full-time job or both, right? So A, I'm going to get I'm going to add a, a part-time job. Uh, B, I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to, well I just messed up my whole line of order. It doesn't matter. It's all three of those. Those are your <laughs> options. So I'm either going to add a part-time job, I'm going to get a better day job, uh, or I'm going to do both. Those are the three options. So do you have the time based on your responsibilities in life and anything to add a part-time job, add maybe 20 hours, 30 hours a week? I think it would be possible. Um, so I do have two kids. Uh, I have joint custody of my daughter, but her mom would be, uh, she'd be willing to work with me in the situation and stuff. So Okay. So that's one option, okay? So now we add, let's say you can get an $18 to $20 an hour job and you're adding 20 hours. You can do the math on that. Man, let me tell you something. That one option alone would allow you to power through uh, the the 5K car loan, the 5K in collections. You could power through that in about two, three months, okay? Just really crushing it. Now, if you get a better day job where you're making 20, 22, 25 an hour uh, with any skills that you have, I would make that move. I would make that move right now and then potentially add the part-time job. So that's how that's the that's the short answer and it's literally you putting yourself out there and we are in a wonderful job economy right now and this is you just shaking the tree here to go okay what's available out there where I where I live where I can make 20 25 bucks an hour even if it's just sheer labor. Right now you're driving a truck and delivering parts. So there's no question in my mind that you can go do this, but you got to look intently and then decide and, and understand this. This doesn't have to be a major career move. This is a season by which you are bringing in more money. I love that you called to ask, how can I make my shovel bigger? And that's just Ramsey Solutions speak for more income so I can pay off the debt faster. But those are your three options. Right. Um, so I, I think that I can do all that. I guess one other question I did have was, where do I start? Because I know you guys say don't worry about the interest rates and everything, but I'm kind of, I know the baby steps and how to get there and everything, but I don't know, do I start in the collections? Do I start on the student loans? Do I go on the cars? You know, I, I, I guess I'm just like, I got my hands in every which direction. And I'm like, I need to focus yeah, on. Yeah, what kind of debt's in the collections? Uh, there's a few medical bills. Okay. Uh, there was a Zills card. 
Um, and do you have any never, savings, Thomas? you have any cash? I've got about a hundred bucks on me. And I, and that's the thing too, is I don't have stuff. I, it wasn't stuff that I accumulated. So I don't really have anything to sell. Right, right. No, I hear you. Um, the well, first move I would make is I would call um, the debt that you have in collections and just kind of let them know, hey, here's the situation. I have a hundred bucks to my name. Uh, I'm going to be adding some part-time jobs to get this out or to, to be paying this off. But what can I settle with you guys? Because sometimes they'll go, I mean, even pennies on the dollar at times. I mean, so I would go and ask and just tell them your situation and be like, you're not going to be getting anything anytime soon. Uh, but can we settle this? And if they agree and you guys go back and forth, don't ever give them access to your bank account. Don't tell them where you work. Don't do any right. of that. But if they will settle, get it in writing. And use yeah, that, but I would, that. but I would start with the collections of that being behind. So oh, I would start with that first and foremost, then knock okay. out that personal loan, and then okay. the car, and then the student loan. How much? Uh, you have five left on your car. How much? How much is it worth? Just for the heck of um, it. I don't know how much it's worth. I will tell you, it's a 2011 Camry. Okay. Uh, it's got about two hundred and something thousand miles on it, and I know the. Yeah. car market from just hearing you guys it says it's went up but I don't believe that no, car is worth no. a lot so. no you're fine you're fine. fine I just thought like for the heck of it what if you could get tw- you know I didn't know what kind of car it was what if you could get 20 grand for it or something I'm like you could use that to I, knock out some of this I, debt I, and, I'd, be, I'd be wanting to sell it if I didn't have right like no and it wouldn't work for that so yeah right. so Thomas this is going to just be an, a level of diligence and a level of intensity that you probably haven't felt because a lot of this is so normal right you got some right. some car loans, some personal loans. You got some stuff in collections. You know, I mean, like, like this, what you described is so normal. And so for you, you're going to have to shift out of that mindset. And I know you're ready because you called and we're asking. Um, right. But it, you're going to feel that intensity for not forever and not for long because 23000 you could really knock this out. Uh, I want yeah. you to up your income because you're making about thirty-five a year. So I think you can make a whole lot a more. A whole lot. Um, and I think yeah. that's going to be your best bet. Right. See, that's my thing too. Is uh, Ken? Uh, I kind of wanted to ask you. So I wanted to eventually. Obviously, not now because I know you guys talk about cash flow and your degrees. Eventually, I'd want to go back in cash flow to get my degree as a mental health counselor. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. I know the concept of how to do it. Obviously, you pay out of pocket, but. Uh, so, for example, there's jobs here where I'm at. There's two jobs. One, you could do like a behavioral tech, and then there was another one that was a driver job. And you talk about part-time. Well, the driver job was like 11 to 25 an hour. I'm, I'm assuming it's based off your experience or whatever, but that kind of gets your foot in the door, and it's a part-time job. Would that be something to look into? Yeah, but I, I want you to look at everything because let me just give you some anecdotal uh, evidence here. Walmart had a major announcement that it was last year, but they, they are paying tuition. They are reimbursing tuition, paying tuition. So if I'm you in the situation you're in, I'm going, Hey, am I willing to work at Walmart? I mean, I'm driving and delivering electrical parts right now. There's no shame in your game there, but if I can work at Walmart making 20, 25 an hour, and they're going to help me with my with my degree later on, I'm going to work at Walmart right now. That takes care of a couple of things. Number one, I've increased my income. I go get a part-time job on top of that. I'm working every time I don't have my little baby girl uh, with me, and you're working hard, man. 
And so then I, once I get all the debt paid off, I can pull back and I'm a full-time Walmart employee. I try to move up within the organization and I work with them long enough to where I get an opportunity and I can, they'll pay my way through school. And then I make the transition. There are so many companies that are willing to pay tuition. I would at least start there and look at it, especially the kind of work you're doing now. Right. Yeah. I, I will definitely look into it. I will say I did look into Walmart and I have worked for Walmart in the past. I worked there for about three and a half years when I was in school. Um, so I'm sure they would take me back. Um, yeah. I will, I will say one more thing and I'll let you guys go. I don't want to hold you up. Uh, Rachel, um, as far as the, so I know this is bad to say, but I haven't really started baby step one. I've just been doing baby step two. Oh, I got because you. I because I don't have anything to sell. So my question is, how do I get that thousand? Do I just take, you know, percentages of my check each time and put it back to do that? Like, yes. how would I do that? Yeah, I would do that. And when you're doing this part-time job, you're going to just put everything extra you're making to fulfill that thousand dollars first and foremost. But hey, stay on the line, Thomas. Austin's going to pick up. And we're going to give you 12 months of Financial Peace University because it's going to have every dollar plus with it, which is our budgeting tool. And these two things together really, I think, are going to propel you forward. But I'm excited for you, Thomas. I mean, you re- I, I feel like, man, you have such hope that you can change this around. You're asking the right questions, and this is possible. It's going to feel uncomfortable at first. But, man, in 24 months, your life's going to look a whole lot different. Thanks for calling. scripture of the day comes from James 1, 19 through 20. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers. Oh, I love me some Mr. Rogers. Now, in times of stress, The best thing we can do for each other is to listen with our ears and our hearts and be assured that our questions are just as important as our answers. Brilliant. Hey, good question asking with people. When people are having a hard time or they're sharing something, when you just yeah. ask questions. Yeah, it goes a long way. Just keep asking. Yeah. By the way, world-class coaches, I've learned from them. I've sat with some professional, like we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, executive coaches. They ask what questions. Just keep asking what. Mm-hmm. You really want to just connect with somebody. You don't know what to say. Keep asking what questions. Well, what, what, what. It's pretty good. By the way, one other thing on Mr. Rogers before we move on. He could read from a phone book and you would go, that's amazing. That, that's, that's brilliant. He could read an ad for a dry cleaner and you'd go, wow. I kind of think you should start like changing into a cardigan and changing your shoes before the Ramsey show like he did. Ken has like Mr. Roger like vibes. Let me just tell you something. If, if, if Dave would allow, we could put a closet right here behind me and, and, and I would come in right here. This would be great. It would be on when shows when Dave isn't here because he would like clothesline me if I tried to do it. But I would come in, open it up, do the whole little thing. What's your shoe? Hang. Show your shoe. What's your shoe game? Mine's well, just some black today I got the Today I got the uh, <gasps> Air Force Ones high top, folks. This, this is I'm pretty drippy today, You're a, as the kids would say. <laughs> is that a kid thing? I, I hope it is. Now I'm terrified. I think it is. Yeah, the, the fit. Here's how they say it. The fit is drippy. <laughs> 
<laughs> you and George, I have teenage boys. You and George teach me these. Yeah. I don't. But know I would do it. Lingo. Back to the, I would like to take off today's shacket. I would walk in, hang shacket. up the shacket, and put on a cardigan. And change my shoes. I think it would be fantastic. Turn into Mr. Rogers. Yeah, oh, there it is. There it is. All right, Michael is up next, please. Michael is up in New Mexico. <laughs> hey, Michael, welcome to the show. Hey, hey there, Superfly Cannon. Rachel, it's an honor to speak with you. You're welcome. Thank you. Glad I am Superfly. Thank you. Yes. How can we help? I, uh, I have a question in regards to vehicles and things with motors and wheels. I... I have quite a few things with motors and wheels to the tune of about $170,000. And I'm wondering if my situation could possibly be an exception to the rule of not having things with motors and wheels equal more than half of your annual income. All right. So what's the situation? That's quite a setup. What makes you the exception? Uh, Well, uh, several, several of these well, there's vehicles and well, there's three trucks, two cars, a race car, an enclosed race trailer, two camper trailers, a boat, Good flatbed, night, Michael. and uh, a horse trailer. And a few of those are appreciating in value. Like what? Um, Which ones? Because they're old. And um, I have two, two, two of the three trucks are are old trucks. Uh, like so collectors, like a collection collector. Yes. Yeah, and yes. are these all paid yes, for? Ma'am. Yes. Oh, so you own all these outright? Yes, sir. And so the value of all of these things together, your your work, yeah, that's a different application because you you you've paid cash for these things. You don't have a car payment. You don't have. You're not overextended either, is my guess. I'm I'm guessing that. Is that correct? I I believe so. Yes, sir. What do you mean you believe so? Like, what's your what's your financial net worth? Do you have any debt at all? Um, zero debt, um, and net worth of right around two million. <laughs> oh, Michael, you're good. I knew it, Michael. You're awesome, man. Well, how much do you make a year? Um, my base pay is only about one twenty, but it ranges from maybe one eighty to three fifty, depending on where in the world I'm working. Yeah, you're yeah, fine, you're Michael. fine because of your financial situation. But but where he brings at. up yes. a very good okay. point. Well, yeah, and the reason that the rule is there is because anything with wheels, majority of the time, goes down in value, right? That's Unless it's a classic that's, that's vehicle, appreciating, yes, right. except for very small exceptions, yes. And so, yeah, we don't want people out there that has you know, a $100,000 car and they're making $30,000 a year or something. And so that's kind of where that rule of thumb comes from. Um, But your net worth, yeah, and it's, and it's, um, yeah, and I think the rule of thumb too can apply to that, to your net worth as well. Just making sure that you have that. And and what Rachel's saying, Michael, is is, is important. It's a general rule of thumb where where, where Dave's trying to help people see, hey, you don't want to be outsized in the money you're spending that did you put towards a cash car based on your income because we're telling you to pay cash. So we want you to pay a, a higher proportion of your income than you should. In your situation, number one, you make really good income. Number two, all you own all these things outright cash and, and and my goodness, your net worth is fantastic. So, man, you're great. I gotta ask, what are the cl- what are the older trucks? Are they classics? Uh, one of them's a '85 K10 pickup truck. It was one of our old ranch trucks that I restored. Oh, that's and awesome. Another one is a a '77 F250 that, oh. that was given to me as my first vehicle, and I, that's all. Restored. Rachel has Ken, no appreciation. Ken loves cars. I love He's- classic cars. I point out, I like classic cars. I don't like newfangled cars. I like the the old Same ones. But here, yes, I'm sir. a child of the '80s. That '85 
F10. What a beaut. It's fantastic. It's such a great truck, I got to tell you. Yeah, man, you're good. You're in great shape. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Enjoy. I take that that 85 truck off of him today, I promise you. That's a slick vehicle. You are so funny. You're like Mr. Rogers' old man vibes. I'm getting all at this last segment. Mr. Rogers would never drive an 85 It's on. (laughs) He'd drive a gremlin. I don't even know what that is. Look that Isn't that one a up. movie? I feel, see, this is why we need to be on the show together, these generational gaps. There are a lot of I people your age that don't even far. know what a gremlin is. Well, you, what year what were you born? Let's get people perspective. What year were you 88. born? I was born in 74. That's a massive gap. That's a massive gap, Ken. If you were born in the 40s, that would be a massive <laughs> gap. <laughs> Just as far as like cultural changes, I think it's a pretty big gap. Maybe not massive. A gremlin was a, was, was a movie. The Gremlins, right? Oh, jeez. Can we, guys, can you movie? help me out? Can somebody pull up a Gremlin and show all the young people, Rachel's oh age gosh. and younger, what a Gremlin is? It's the ugliest car ever made. Then why I would think. you put Mr. Rogers in that? Because I just think that's what he drives. No, You'll see. he would drive an Oldsmobile. No, like wait till you, you see the Gremlin. I could see him rolling up to the old studio, the PBS studio in a Gremlin. Oh, Maybe gosh. a station wagon. All right, it's gone. They, they can't get it. The wood, the wood paneled station wagon. That's, wood- a, that's a child of the 80s. That was... That's they got confused and they're pulling up Gremlins the movie. The movie. See, see, <laughs> even the guys in the booth got confused and pulled up little creatures from the movie. I know. It's an actual car. Look. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's a car. Oh, jeez. Oh, I got to so do everything funny. myself. Let I me know, pull it up I on know. the laptop. All right, you guys, you may be hating this show, but if you love it, consider subscribing. Leave a review. Why would share they with hate what just happened? That's fantastic conversation. Because you're talking about gremlins and cars. That's a car. It's a movie. <laughs> oh, look. There's Jay Leno. Okay, Jay Leno's cool. Here it is. Jay's garage. And Jay's got a gremlin. Oh, okay. I've seen those, Ken. Yeah. Okay, I got you. That's oh, yeah. a gremlin. Okay, 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 okay. What year did they stop making that? I don't know. I got to look at oh, it. Man. We, we've, we've got it. Oh, uh, you know what I also, am excited about? You know what I'm excited about? Holding in my hands right here. What is it? Very exciting details about our smart conference. You know, COVID knocked it offline like it did a lot of events. And this is a full day event. All of the Ramsey personalities, including Rachel, myself, Dave, John Deloney, um, and George Camel, uh, it's going to be unbelievable. We cover the full spectrum. Obviously, money, your mental and emotional health, your work, uh, marriage. Uh, We're going to have special guest Craig Groeschel and his wife going to speak on marriage. Uh, it's a great day, and it's Saturday, October 22nd, Dallas, Texas. So we're back. Dallas, Texas, Saturday, October 22nd, the Smart Conference. We've got incredible deals for you. You can reserve your seats today, RamseySolutions.com slash events. That's RamseySolutions.com slash events. And there's a special vibe and energy when you get 6,000-plus people in one room dedicated to just learning and growing. And uh, I'd love to see you there. Join us. RamseySolutions.com slash events. Yeah, make sure to check that out, you guys. Uh, Ken, great show today. Thank you. Fun Enjoyed times. Enjoyed hosting with you. And thanks to James, Ben, Zach, Andrew, Austin, everyone in the back. And thank you, America, for listening. We'll be back. Hey, 
it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. 